everyone, and welcome back to episode 12 of Frontier, a Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host and game master, Ben Frisch, and thank you for joining us. Let's do some recaps. Do I actually it. had to write it down because we have not played in a while. You guys are still looking for Kadrow Lanig's assassin at the request of his son, Amaroff. Uh, Migs, you got a pep talk from a fellow Jedi, the Ithorian Olin Andark. Uh, Abisu, you followed Yui, learned of his uh, family situation, and helped him out a little bit. Yeah, that was sad. Z3 continues to deal with the recovered memories of uh, his other droid friends. All because of a rock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Orlin... You were kind of being a little jerk last time, I think. I think I was just infuriating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a proper recap. That's just In the normal. time before. Yeah. In the episode. Uh, you're still posing as uh, Senator Radon well, and plotting. I haven't said that I'm Senator Radon. I just haven't corrected anyone. The Zerka representative Totoa Medora, Duros, thinks that you're Senator Radon. Um, and I'm not going to do anything to correct it in his brain. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we learned that Moog the Hut is under protection by Telo Security, and his palace is actually located in the TSF facility on Citadel Station. Uh, Ibisu, you learned the name of the assassin who killed Kadral Lanig. Um, well, you didn't learn it. You just know who he is. His name is Hackler, and he's a uh, Miraluka. Yeah, I also knew because of that crazy ass gun yeah that he has mm-hmm. and uh we ended with migs having a vision of amarov lanig being killed with a lightsaber and you hit the ground with your crew around you oh i forgot about that part but before we begin i'm not going to make you guys roll destiny points because last time was mostly just dialogue and you didn't really get to use them you guys have five light side and i have one dark side and before we start, let's do experience points. Oh, oh damn. Okay. Right. Let's do 25, and we will come back when we know what we're buying. Yeah. Okay. So you guys have uh, picked out your new skills. Uh, let's start with uh, Colin. Okay. So uh, I'm going for the other side of my Sentinel tree. Okay. Or the Sheen Expert tree. I'm taking Jim So Deflection. It's D J E M, which, uh, after using Reflect, may spend one destiny point to perform a move maneuver as an out of turn incidental to close the distance or engage the opponent. Oh. oh. So that's pretty cool, right? Well, you got to have the destiny points, mm-hmm. and everyone has to agree for you to do mm-hmm. that. But I'm sitting by the destiny points. <laughs> <laughs> so what are they going to do? Is that all you're taking? Uh, nope. I am also just taking duration on my misdirect force okay. power tree. Cool. Which just means I can keep it going by committing two force points to Sweet. it. Or force die. Hell yeah. Yeah. Abisu. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, one rank in natural hunter, which allows me to do a reroll on a, either a perception or vigilance check procession, and then sit on some experience. Cool. That's neat. I did a little, uh, I finally got my inventor for my little droid boy. When constructing items or 
changing them up, I can add a boost die or remove a setback die from nice. said invention. Cool. Anything else? Or are you holding on to more? Uh, I'm just holding on to that five. We're okay. getting to the bottom of my tree, so everything's costing that like twenty twenty five. Cool. All right, Orland Kensington, what are you doing? Blackmail. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When an NPC exceeds his strain threshold, may spend one destiny point to convince the NPC to perform a single task of your choice instead. No way. How do we strain NPCs? Uh, He's got... Yeah. You don't need to worry about it. He's got a lot of ways to do that. Actually, I I really don't, honestly. I don't have, like, scathing tirade or anything, no. so I should probably invest in just, like, you know, a baton so I can beat someone senseless yeah. until yeah. i can then force them to do my bidding you know i'll also keep in mind uh giving people strain when you're talking to them because you're just so awful <laughs> social combat <laughs> or when i disguise you as the actual senator radon that could probably boost some some stress too oh, right? absolutely every Sweet. time ben has to do a deep sigh as an npc <laughs> talking to orlin he gets strained i'll try to keep that in mind <laughs> We need to retcon it then because everyone Orlin has spoken to is just passed out. (laughs) (laughs) So we're starting the episode. You just had a vision and uh, it puts you on the ground. Mm -hmm. I assume we're going to start with you coming too. Yeah. How did everyone handle me uh, going down? I think I did my best to catch you, but it was just one of those scenes of me holding up two arms and you falling right <laughs> next to me. You roll, into, <laughs> yeah, you roll into my like landing zone and I million dollar baby yeah. right on your <laughs> That's chassis. what I was going to say was that. <laughs> I like to think you start to go down and I just reach out and grab you by your robes, but Z3 reaches up and catches your back and thinks that you're holding a up all by yourself. And I, just I like, like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Orlin is upset that the spotlight is not on him. Yeah. Weren't you making food? I, I, think, I think we got takeout. Yeah. We were eating. So Orlin was doing his stretches after. Oh, eating. that's right. Yeah. And Ibisu was yeah, that's right. still I just cleaning. got done mopping the floors. <laughs> that's why they were slick. So you think it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I come to quickly. I don't yeah. have to. I'm not out for a while. Right. And the, the vision that I had again, was of Amarov being killed by a lightsaber. Right. What color lightsaber? Uh, just a, like a, uh, I'm just going to say colorless. Like you're, It's you're, a black and white vision. Yeah. You're missing Ooh. information. Um, so I think I'm going to come to with Z3 holding me, but actually Ibisu holding me. And I'm going to get back on my feet, probably still a little unsteady, and uh, just say, we need to move. And hustle off to the the cockpit. Um, so we're we're landed on the ground, mm-hmm. and we need to get on one of the trams to get up to yeah Telos Station to see Telos Security, where Moog the Hut is. Yep, who I believe is behind all of this. Um, but now I'm worried about Amarov, mm-hmm. so I feel like we need to uh, keep an eye on him. But I don't want to split the party right now so i'm wondering maybe if we think giving yui a mission will keep him oh (laughs) you're gonna say giving yui a gun (laughs) no (laughs) he would pawn it immediately Um, i think yui's in there too 
yeah. also one of those one of, he's the type of guy who would be like oh man oh and just kind of standing back doesn't actually want to <laughs> help the rest of the group out so yeah he's in there if you yeah. want to say something um here's my question to the group do we want Yui to sit in the cockpit and watch the door <laughs> or do we try to get him to go in and just be boots on the ground? He's going to leave the ship anyways. <laughs> or do we ask Yui to go with us since he's the only one that actually lives here? Oh, he probably God. knows his way around pretty dang well. Well, you know, well, I guess you guys don't know he lives here. You yet. were you were on a on a tram and you can you We'll say that you basically saw if there's somewhere you want to go, you can take that tram system to TSF station okay, or the TSF precinct and just get right there onto that landing pad and walk in. And we could do that without seeing anyone else he owes money to, right? (laughs) I have no idea who he owes money to. I bet the hut knows someone. I bet he owes money to the hut. I bet he does. I mean, it's (laughs) best to leave him here. Yeah. I think Um, we could figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I get up and I'm kind of getting stable. Uh, Yui and TZ, I need you in the cockpit watching the door. We need to know when... Is the Zerka representative still there? Is it Okay. We need to know when the Zerka representative leaves and see if you can't get uh, eyes inside somehow. You're giving me a mission? I need you. So, yes. Calm us with any details. Absolutely, sir. And he's going to salute. Everybody else get ready. And uh, I'm going to run to my chambers and just grab my my staff and be ready at the ramp. Cool. So then uh, do we want to just... Sorry, what is your loadout, Ubisu? Well, I only have a vibro knife and a bow caster now. That's, right. That's all I carry. Okay. Does anybody have uh, med packs or anything? Orlin has a big backpack. He's got to have something in there. Did anybody Ooh, I've buy got stim bad packs? news for you? Uh, oh I might be able to make one out of something if we happen to I find have anything. I have three stim packs. How many? Three. Do you carry those and around? Climbing your... gear. Mm-hmm. I imagine I got a little satchel that I yeah. keep my stuff in. I don't think three stim packs and my climbing rope is much to carry. You got a really large. I probably just take that everywhere with me. Under. Yeah. And stim packs, um, so they're going to heal five. Five. And then if you use another one, it'll heal four, and another one after that, it'll heal three. Oh. And okay. then you're finishing. So, right. Okay. I think Miggs assumes that Orlin is carrying med packs. And okay. All of the support class items. <laughs> <laughs> but the audience knows that my backpack. Well, no, you actually looked through my backpack. I did. You're right. Yeah, so I, so don't. you know that I bought nothing that's useful. Okay. Then I'm just being irresponsible and is not thinking we have any med packs and, and we're leaving. <laughs> Orlin comes down the ramp, just pointing his slug thrower pistol at a bee suit. Does this look like it's been saved? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't make me take that back. <laughs> Orlin, did we decide it's a slug thrower? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, with really weird stats, but yes, ornate slug thrower. How many slugs do you have? Did we determine that? I don't think we did. (laughs) Do I not have any bullets? Hold on, hold on. I'll roll a... Use a shard of glass. You got nine. Loose. Is that okay? Yeah, I mean, that's good for me. Cool. Nine loaded or nine... 
on him. On on him. Okay. Yeah, we'll say. Is this a single load? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Ooh, can it be like a breach load? Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Then that would make it slow firing as well. So you'd probably have to take a turn to load it to fire it again. Yeah, I think we, it already has that. Okay, cool. And I bet Z3 can make you more. Maybe. And maybe make uh, different ones. Tiny droid bullets. I also, <laughs> I've got Tinker, so at any point, if I get a hold of the gun, I might be able to upgrade it a little bit too. It does have four hard points on it already. Does it? Yeah. That's wow. what you gave it. That's what I rolled. That's not what I gave yeah. it. Well, yeah, that, it's what you rolled, yeah. It wouldn't be crazy enough to give no. it four hard points. It was a slug thrower plus three crit one, four hard points. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, cool. Civilized. So we just get a shot of the group uh, going down the ramp, heading to the tram system. And I assume you guys are just going straight for TSF precinct. Yeah. The TSF precinct. Directly to the front door. Okay. So the tram is going to stop off at a uh, sort of loading station. Citadel station kind of has a Coruscant feel where everything's very vertical. You know, businesses have landing ports that you can land on them, walk into them from the outside. Otherwise, you're just kind of looking at a bottomless pit of nothing and tsf station a very official looking building has the orange and blue colors of their logo on uh, flags outside of the building and you guys step off the tram and i think we just continue straight straight for it cool anybody want to do anything i think i'm gonna peer off the edge of the station down into the bottomless pit and you don't hear anything except what sounds like some little bolts and nuts in a, in a tin can just rattling because I start shaking slightly yeah, just looking over the edge. Endless pit and thousands of speeders all going every which way below you. Yeah, that's not that's not it for me. Yeah, I'm going to push over with my foot just kind of push you back. <laughs> <laughs> if only you could fly. Well, listen. <laughs> Remember, he's afraid of flying. Yeah. 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 What's um? Are there guards in front of the building, or is nope. there just a receptionist? Um, security cameras. Okay. You know, very visible ones. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check, just out around the building. How difficult? Make it against one difficulty. I don't think I'm going to do a perception check because I'm too busy being terrified of the heights. <laughs> okay. One success, three advantage. I got five success and a threat. Oh, my God. I got three successes. I was about to be proud of myself, but I guess not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, You see the plates of an auto defense turret that are currently closed um, around the building's entrance. You know, just probably like a circular plate that lifts up and a turret would come out. Okay. Um, So it does have defenses here. So we're not going to be aggressive then. We'll be diplomatic. Um, Are the security cameras just like standard CCTV ones or is there like one that you want to go up to and say, I'm here and this is why? Yeah, we'll say that, you know, there is just like the CCTV cameras, um, but there's a panel that you have to talk to before you're allowed access inside. And I'll go up to the panel, say this is Mix Gunbomb of the Jedi Order. I'm sure Moog has been expecting me. We'll see you now. And then stand and wait for the door to open. (laughs) (laughs) The door will, in fact, open. Yes. Oh, thank God. Um, After after a minute, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. A couple seconds. It's going to let us sit. A little delay. 
And uh, the door opens. You're met uh, by a middle-aged female Pantoran. And a Pantoran is just a humanoid, blue skin. They have yellow markings on their face. Um, this woman has her hair pulled tightly back into a bun. Is she an officer or like an administrator? Yeah, she looks like an officer. Okay. Um, she is wearing orange and blue colors, um, but does have a weapon at her hip. And uh, hands behind her back as you walk in, she says. My hands are further behind my back, though, right? <laughs> you are a Jedi. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even want to ask about Orleans, though. My God. <laughs> You've kept Moog waiting long enough. Agreed. This way. Um, and she's going to pass by a reception desk and through a scanner. And uh, she'll kind of gesture over to the desk and uh, your weapons, please. All of them, Jedi. Am I doing this for her, or am I doing this for the security cameras? Um. So are you going to trick the scanner that you walk through? I don't think I can do that. I might be able to. Orlin rushes to the receptionist and is like, is there going to be a receipt for this, just so I can get it on the way out? <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you're holding the pistol with like two fingers and kind of like holding it down. (laughs) And as she reaches for it, you like drop it and it bounces off the desk. (laughs) Oh, and I go down to get it and like three bullets fall out of a pocket. And I'm just like, oh, you should probably (laughs) take these as well. Just drop it in her hand. Okay. uh, Here's what I'm going to try to do. Tell me if it's too stupid. I'll say, team. And gesture to the table for you to put your weapons on there. And I will walk through the scanner uh-huh. and it'll go weep, weep, weep. And or it something. does. Yeah. And I, I pull my robe back. <laughs> oh. What? What are you doing? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got my. <laughs> <laughs> to reveal a cybernetic leg and say, I'm sure you're familiar with old war injuries and how they haunt you and i'll take my robe back over and keep walking (laughs) okay um well so you're making your leg appear to be cybernetic with misdirect Mm -hmm. or my staff i'll just hold it down there like (laughs) i think it's my leg though (laughs) okay um so it's a deception roll right we'll roll to see if you succeed in in miss now, Did- you can take strain to use these dark side as a as a light side and make it succeed. Can we say that these people are already strained watching Orlin try and put the gun and dropping all the bullets <laughs> yeah. on the ground? And they're yeah. just like, just go. She takes two strain from Orlin <laughs> holding the pistol. like a- <laughs> Trying to take the bullet out, <laughs> facing himself. And then let me tell you, you're going to have consequences... And maybe how you're seeing some of your visions and whatnot if you start using dark side points. Right. Because otherwise I just pulled my robe back and she saw my regular leg. And I might even go as far to say that it might change how events play out if you start using dark side points. I don't. Th- I think it's too early to start I think using so too. dark side points. It's only episode 12. Oh, <laughs> so I'm not going to take that. But I will, if allowed, still make a deception roll because she did just see my leg. 
not a cybernetic one. Right. But she's an officer. If you succeed at the deception role, she'll see your leg as as mechanical, or at least believe it's mechanical. Right. Probably has like the the synthetic skin on. Mm-hmm. Um, but she will still see your your saber. Yeah. Your staff. So go ahead and deprive an old man. How difficult is she? To challenge. To challenge. Good for her. Three success? Three success. Okay. I was hoping for some advantages. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. So she's going to think that... She's going to believe that your leg is is synthetic. She's going to see the staff. Which means if there's any other metal objects you want to attempt to sneak in... Other than your um, staff, the big maybe like a vibra one. sword or a vibra knife or something, you can take a deception skullduggery or something to pass that off. We can try you. that. At least we'll have something on the other side. Yeah. Okay. If you like showing your leg and the other hand, you're like reaching back, like trying yeah. to motion to me. As it's all going, wee woo, wee woo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's extra distracting in the moment. Okay. Um, can he get a boost for her being convinced of the leg? Or yeah, sure. Is that just our way in to the situation? situation? I would also really enjoy the, the idea of this group of people walking in all just in a democratic way, and they just pull out all their weapons, drop them on the floor, and just <laughs> fail trying to pass it off through security. <laughs> yeah. And just dropping more Difficult. shit. Uh, make it against uh, another two challenge die. This ain't going to go well. I'm not very skullduggerous. <sighs> hmm. Oops. Well, um, two advantages. One failure and um, a despair. I, <laughs> I just dropped the knife for that failure. Just like, oh, okay, plop. <laughs> yeah. I'm not used to this. This is a very uncomfortable yeah, situation yeah. for right. me. <laughs> it's going to bounce on the ground right in front of Migs. And if you had backed up from the scanner, it's going to bounce in and start beeping again. And she's just going to, with her foot, drag it towards herself, pick it up and set it on the table. Sorry about that. Just put my bowcaster on the counter, too. If you would please, Master Jai. I'm I'm handing it over to her. (laughs) She grabs it and puts it behind the desk. So um, Please keep an eye on it. Well, and Moog's watching this clusterfuck on his... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, what do we want to do with that despair? <clears throat> Any ideas, anybody? I actually do, I... do have a cybernetic leg that she confiscates. <laughs> Droid could be considered a weapon that I have to stay behind. Actually, that's oh. not bad. That it's isn't sad, bad, but yeah, kind of... I want to say you go, you go through the scanner... And we can see everything inside you. Like the camera's looking at like the little x-ray of your body. And there's just like blaster packs, a little grenade, <laughs> some stolen artifacts. Just, <laughs> yeah. you're just filled with things that shouldn't go into it. One robotic finger <laughs> that you took off of TZ's arm. Your droid's going to have to stay behind. I hope that's all right. What if... We left the chassis here, and then you can you can do a little float out. <laughs> I would have a small time limit. 
yeah. until I died, but I'd I'm be down for that. I'm just trying to get you to keep up. That'd be dramatic. Oh, dramatic. Can I? <laughs> okay, you have yeah. a time limit. All right. Um, do we want to start a timer just for story's sake? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll... What do you want to say? Like, I'm going to do like a number timer. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So, Do you want to roll to see what the charge started at? Yeah, sure. And then work your way down. Six. Ooh. Cool. Cool. So I'm going to spider crawl out of my chassis just... and up his robes and onto his shoulders and essentially turn into a, a small backpack. Yeah, she's going to shake her head. That's fine. Now, please, if you will. And she's going to gesture to a lift. I follow. She'll walk in last and kind of turn around to make sure you guys aren't looking at what she's doing. But she's going to do kind of like a complicated series of elevator button presses before the door closes. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to start going up. And as the doors open, and you can see the glass windows of interrogation rooms, it looks like they've been modified to be labs for every illicit substance you can think of. And you see employees in there masked and working on making, you know, spice or death sticks, everything. Mm hmm. Hmm. Uh, can I whisper to Orlin as we're, we're making our way, <laughs> um, be, be friendly. Uh, I'm always friendly. Please, please be friendly. I'm confused. First, I'm always friendly. Ev- everyone loves me that I interact with. Orlin, just not what happened with Zerka. That, well... <laughs> Technically, that was on the field of battle of minds and wit. Okay, okay, <laughs> we're not there now. I so I agree. Just be friendly. Okay, thank you. Uh, also, uh, what gift are you bringing for Moog? I assumed it was in your bag. You know that all huts expect a gift whenever there's an audience. Can right? I can I do a lore check? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm going to flip a destiny point. When you say that, that is absolutely true. Oh, no. <laughs> They're not I, common on, in Republic space, but I have had dealings with Huts. So what? tell me, Master Miggs, what gift are you bringing him? I'm going to hide even further within the cloak. As I just... turn over my shoulder to look at you. <laughs> you don't think you, you can be do nice. It? And then I turn and I keep walking. <laughs> As you get to the end of the hallway, your charge is going to go down one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Z3, do you think you can do some play acting for us? There's going to be a very small shivering yes. You have a little? Uh, <laughs> you have one? Yeah, I got the little. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous, yeah, okay. Just for a short time, all right. How's your battery doing? Okay. And um, I still don't know about the connection between yeah i just know that z3 shut down for a moment whenever seeing the the shard yeah you haven't communicated because you don't really know why but i do know there is a connection between that and okay who still has the shard i believe i do because i was showing it to uh yeah olin I mean, that's a pretty good gift, right? <laughs> that's my aggro gift. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Your buddy dropped this. 
Um, I plan on being. Um, I haven't filled you in on who this is yet, have I? Mm-mm. We don't have a utility belt in this party, do we? Yeah. Uh, but it's in your chassis. chassis. Mm-hmm. It's back at reception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. All right. Well, Orlin, you're going to talk us out of that. I'm already down the hall. <laughs> I yell it so loud. I lean back over. <laughs> That's not a good idea. People that are making meth turn and look at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, at the end of the hallway, the door will open, and you will see kind of a um, shoddily put together palace feel for a for a hut in a police station. Right, you know, right. he tried real hard in this box yeah. of a metal room right like he has kind of a platform that's not very high off the ground but you know all the fluorescent a... lights are just like unscrewed yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you do see tsf agents guarding him two at the door and two on either side of him and the one leading us does she enter mm-hmm. okay yeah. i want to say that orlin is like lockstep with her so okay and looking at moog he is ancient He's just turned a really dark, disgusting brown color um, with more creases than you can imagine. And he's kind of, he's way, probably about double the size of Jabba the Hutt. Okay. Yuck. No. So for a hut that's like, he's pushed like a thousand at this point. Yeah. Welcome, Jedi. Thank you. Moog. Sorry for the delay. We uh, Orlin puts a hand on your shoulder and says, oh, allow me. Moog the Hutt, your august majesty, it is our greatest pleasure to be here with you in your court. And I bow deeply, come back up and say, as a token of our appreciation of your time, I have for you this insignia from the Republic as a, well, a token of uh, the wish to have amenable communications between us while we're here on the planet and hopefully in the future as Telos is welcomed into the arms of the Republic. One of the TSF agents will grab it from you and uh, walk it over to Moog and he's just going to kind of fiddle with it in his hands. I'm preparing to leave for Narshada because of you lot. My meager organization could never compete with the largest gang in the galaxy. And he's going to crush the Republic insignia in his hand and let it drop onto the ground. Orlin. Yeah, can Orlin cause strain on teammates? Like, did we all just get strained? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking two that? for that. <laughs> yeah. This is Makes what I was sense. hired for. <laughs> You've come to negotiate a contract with the Lannig boy, yes? I came to find a killer. Mm. He came to negotiate a contract. I think my uh, mission takes priority. You and Amarov believe I am responsible for the murder of his father. Actually, you are on the list, but we were looking at Zerka. Figured you would be the the one person on, or the the one being on Telos that had dug up more dirt on Zerka than the Lanigs. I might know a few things. Charge is going down to four. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to use one of my abilities. It is improved plausible deniability. Oh. Woo! So it's the name of I the other to, show. <laughs> 
He that said other it. show, gotta love it. Uh, <laughs> I make a hard coercion check to convince one bystander per rank of plausible deniability to depart quietly, and I've got three ranks. So I'm going to try and at least get like most of the guards out of here. Okay. Well, let's see how well you roll. It's only a hard check. Come on, it's fine. Yeah. Do you want to upgrade? You guys have six destiny points. Yeah, yeah go, go ahead and upgrade. And upgrading. That's uh, four advantages <laughs> and two failures. <laughs> so I guess my coercion is... Surely you understand that while you're still here on Telos... Not all of this discussion needs to be heard by the local law enforcement. And I smile and I look at the guards and then they just <laughs> invite more people in, I guess. My men won't be taking orders from anyone but me. They stay. The Republic isn't on Telos yet, Orlin Kensington. We could give him Yui as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I have plans that are dependent on retaining a large Deadlinite contract. And I have information. And I imagine those are about equivalent in value. It's a good guess, Jedi. You gotta get up pretty early to pull one over an old mix gun bum. <laughs> <laughs> Can Orlin take strain? Cut that. <laughs> No. (laughs) Well, Orlin, can you help Moog out with that? I suppose that I can offer my services in the discussion with Amarov Lanig for the contract and assist you, most glorious Moog the Hutt, in exchange for this aforementioned information regarding his father's passing. Mr. Kensington, are you discussing your own contract with Amarov? Uh, I am currently operating on behalf of Senator Radon. Hmm. I would be able to leave that by the wayside and assist you securing your contract in exchange for this information. How about this? We sign a contract together. The Republic will find their way into the Deadlinite contract one way or another. I'm looking for someone in the Republic to get Deadlinite from. Could that possibly be you? I turn and look at Migs and I'm just like, how bad do you want this with my eyes? (laughs) So I guess that's like a mustache waggle and an eyebrow raise. I I give the subtlest of nods. I would be more than happy to. Ecstatic, really. He'll motion for the Pantoran who brought you in to bring a data pad over. I mean, it's already going to have a pre-written contract ready to go. Can I do like a negotiation check to just like parse the legalese to have you give yeah. us just like what's really going on with it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how difficult are Moog the Hutt's lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're Klaatuinians, so easy. <laughs> so just one difficulty? Make it against two. 
I feel like I've gone too far without saying anything about the info I have, and now's probably a bad time to bring it up. <laughs> but I'm feeling very awkward about not telling you yet. <laughs> What's Z3 want to do in this? Uh, I'm just trying not to be seen because everyone's kind of forgotten about giving me as a gift, and I would like it to keep. It <laughs> That's that our way. last ditch effort. <laughs> so I'm still way after Yui. I think I don't even look quite like a droid right now. I just appear to be a backpack, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Slowly sagging lower and yeah, lower exactly. as your battery drains. Give me as a gift. I already gave a gift, guys. That <laughs> <laughs> I sacrificed my yeah, like perfect attendance award. We are not giving any more uh, sentient gifts. It was a perfect attendance award. <laughs> a perfect attendance for your job. Yeah, never took a sick day. Remember, this is his first time off a of Coruscant. Never took a sick day award. <laughs> My man made it to 47 without ever letting the Republic down. Did you have it made? Like, no one actually <laughs> gave you an award, but you thought it was pretty impressive? I, I think Orlin asked his superior about it, and then as a joke, the office got it for him, thinking they were bullying him, and but you he thought it, it was sincere. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, Orlin's good at his job because I got a success and advantage and a triumph on that. So, Did you really? Yeah. Look at you. Okay. Well, looking through the legal contract, you know, you're just going to speed read it. You're going to see that he is, in fact, leaving the planet and he's going back to Narshada. He wants uh, 3% of all Deadlinite produced in the mine. And now... And ship to him. Do you have any authority to be signing this contract on behalf of the Republic? If I'm remembering right, my job here is just to be like a good face for the Republic. Right. This is a hearts and minds campaign that you guys are on. Yeah, but does Moog know that you don't actually have authority? That's what I'm hoping, is that this would be so clearly thrown out of any court with prejudice that he can sign it scot-free. This is signing a contract with a hut. Yeah, so he's he dead. Could, he could care less. If you end up screwing him over, you can pretty much assume that you're all going to be hunted. And okay. I know who's going to hunt us. Okay, then, in that case, before you sign it, you would look back and check with me again, right? Or do I need to act quick? I mean, with the triumph, can you forge a signature? Well, I guess it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't matter with the hut. Oh, oh, I can. Oh. With the triumph, you're right. You could forge Senator Radon's signature. That's <gasps> really good. Yeah. Uh, Want to do that? Forgive me, most glorious Moog. Uh, where did your legal department study? Because this is <laughs> honestly paltry. Are you going to sign it or not? I could I could bump this up to 5% of Deadline Night for you. You're offering me an extra 2% on a contract I handed you. I'm just saying that I already have inroads laid with Amarov, and it could be beneficial to both of us. Say 1% to you, 1% to me. <laughs> it's a deal. And I sign Senator Radon. <laughs> 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 now Moog knows who all of us are. Can I also take that. 
photo that's true, of but the if he sig- ever brings it up in front of Republic officers, yeah, that's you know, true. Like, that's true. Can I take a photo of the signed contract so that way in the future I can use it to blackmail Senator Radon? Yep. Yeah, the Pantoran will send it to your data pad. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love this. Okay, so we've received the <laughs> the the copy of the contract. Mm. The com- com- really bad contract. Yeah. But really unenforceable also. Except through you know, uh-huh. pain we'll of death. We'll find a way to enforce it. Yeah. We'll figure that out when we get to it. Now, you want to know about Kadrao Lanig's murder. Mm-hmm. I can tell you who did it. He's a heavy hitter on planet. Hackler. And he's still here because his job's not done. Can I look at uh, Ibisu? I'm not making eye contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> I look back to Moog. And the rest of the job? Couldn't tell you. But I know who can. Why don't you ask Sutabalu what he knows? And then I look to the door. Does he enter? No. (laughs) (laughs) And if you guys remember, Sutabalu was Amarov's... uh, The Nautilin dude? Yeah, the Nautilin. I said attache, but... That's right. (laughs) Well, I'm, we had our suspicions about Sutabalu, but... And uh, he's going to snap over to the Pantoran, who will bring him a data pad, and she's going to show it to him. It looks like he is at the brass trough as we speak. Only a couple levels down, if you would like to meet with him. I think... I think that will be in order. I look at Ibisu again. You still looking away from me hard? When you look over, you see me quickly look back. Like I was looking at you to see if you noticed me. It was a pleasure doing business a, with the Republic. A moment. This hackler. You can't tell me anything else? He's a mere Luca. Force sensitive just like you. One of the deadliest in the galaxy. Not even I could afford him. Is this when I power down completely and just fall to the ground? Yeah. <laughs> clank, 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 clank. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Looking at the disc shape kind of rolling it's just making in that. a circle before yeah, it does. No, seriously, what is that? It's my droid. It- it's our compatriot. Uh, there's no worries about it. Uh, unfortunately, the chassis has many items that were deemed not able to be brought before you as a gift, so you crushed mine instead. I like it. How much? Not for sale. 20000 Not for sale. Thirty. It was a great pleasure to be in your pre- your august presence, Moog the Hut. However, we have other business to attend to, so we bid you farewell. And Orlin bows and turns and starts to strut away. Four million. <laughs> <laughs> Deal, Haley, get the fuck out of here. 
<laughs> Orlin has a heart attack and dies. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs>